0: Power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Fire! It's the greatest radio show ever. Fire.
1: Good morning and welcome. The world. Dan Mickley. He's a very successful writer. Vince Morata. Let's cut the crap, Mr. Morata. Sarah Cazell.
2: She's got a job working with a bunch of wackos.
1: And Jerry Carlin. you know I'm funny Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Good morning, happy Victory Wednesday, all you Valley sports fans, wake up everybody! I'm awake, I'm awake. Yeah, we got a basketball game to talk about and things are getting weird finally at the Super Bowl. As we discussed briefly before this show, some reporter asked Brock Purdy yesterday, Hey, do you know you look like Lee Harvey Oswald? A, uh, True story. I, I had no idea. Uh, you
0: alerted me uh, to that question that mm-hmm. was asked to Brock Purdy, and apparently, it's a th- the, the reporter, quote unquote, uh-huh. uh, kind of referenced it as it's a thing that's happening on the internet. It's
1: a, th- a oh yeah. really yeah. a thing a comparison. Yeah, right. It's always good to uh, to ask somebody if they know they resemble the man accused uh, of shooting oh, a president, and killing a president. Here's, yeah. here's the. Uh,
2: Pictures of you
0: and,
2: and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time okay. hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh. Physical
0: comparison. Eh. Uh, yeah. Don't uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be the equivalent of what? asking Lee Harvey Oswald if he uh, takes offense to being called a game manager.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I oft, does anyone think that Brock Purdy knew what Lee Harvey Oswald looked like hey, off the top of his head? I,
1: I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm not, like I don't you. know how to answer that because I, I don't. I don't know what's taught in school these days. He's a product <laughs> of the Arizona public <laughs> schools. <of> Harvey <Murphy laughs> knew, right?
2: I'm, I'm not saying he didn't know who he I, was. No, I, I but don't. The picture.
1: Who? What he looks like. Well, That's listen, if you, know, if you know who he is, you've seen the picture of what he looks like. Yeah, especially when he's got a bullet in his stomach. Yeah, there's only, I mean, we, uh, there's one
0: picture that everybody That's references. It. That's, That's it.
1: it. Right, exactly. We,
0: and nobody looks like that.
1: No. He's wincing. He's Lee, shot like Harvey, <laughs> you are a madman when your friend stole that cow. <laughs> it's a line from Stripes for those who don't know hey <laughs> got gonna a party with you um uh, meanwhile meanwhile um boomer Asayacin and the dude he does a show with uh they thought they had booked Randy Moss the wide receiver and they uh unfortunately booked Randy Moss the uh horse handicapper yeah yeah <laughs> Because it had something Jarrett
0: would do. Greg Giannotti, who's the the co host, Boomer and Geo, uh, is a huge Vikings fan. So he was stoked that yeah. he was going to get the mm-hmm. chance to talk to Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. And then they found out in real time, like, <laughs> oh, it's the horse racing Randy Moss. Yeah, I that is know. so
2: unfair. Don't you think? If your name is Randy Moss and you're doing media at the Super Bowl, shouldn't you go by Randall or something?
0: <laughs> it, it is kind of cheesy, it is kind of duplicitous, if you will. I think the horse racing Randy Moss had it first. Well, he is older. It's like yeah. that line from Office Space. <laughs> yeah. You ever Michael, Bolton. Of Michael Bolton. You ever think about changing your name? Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, exactly. I can't repeat a lot of the lines that were said after that. but Yeah. Uh, Look, I thought Jarrett was going to pop on and say, isn't that unfair that that gets, lab- gets, lab- gets labeled to such a Jarrett thing to yeah, do? Yeah, no, that's no, Jarrett thing, thing it to is, do. It is my nightmare.
2: Somebody is pointed. it really? Oh, it, it, seriously too. I I'm so nervous when when booking guests especially for the first time that it's not going to be who I think it is. That's why uh when we had on the person who got kicked out of the game in the Luka game, mm-hmm. Kenneth Rowe. It was like uh, it took like 2 hours worth of figuring making sure this was the right guy before you put him on cuz Especially the mix-up with the same name thing. Oh my goodness mm-hmm. gracious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does Especially happen. Especially if it's in person. It's vetting,
1: Jared. Especially yeah.
2: if it's in person and the guy just shows up.
1: Randy mm-hmm. Moss's handler should have gone out of his or her way to yeah. say, just so you know, it's not that one. Right. But right. I'm sure that's part of the Total little uh, yeah, yeah or stick might, there. Yeah, exactly. Part hey of the hey. stick. Hey, hey, hey! Bet <laughs> you weren't expecting me. Fooled you. You wanna talk horsies? <laughs> <laughs> Start, <laughs> the <Super Bowl. laughs> Start the show, Jarrett. Splash Splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The, the splash. splash. The Splash. Brought to you by Presidential Pools,
2: Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com.
0: Sons were finally back at home after a long two-week road trip. They kicked off their two-game stay with a 114-106 win over the short-handed Milwaukee Bucks, Devin Booker at 32. Kevin Durant contributed 28. Bradley Beal... 25, a cool 85 for the big three in the win. The Bucks played without Damian Lillard, who was ruled out before the game with an ankle injury, and Brooke Lopez who missed a third straight game due to a personal issue. Then forward Chris Middleton left after turning an ankle in the first quarter. Played just eight minutes. The Suns shook off a strangely unproductive first half. They shot 59% as a team in the second half, and they won the fourth quarter. Suns now 30-21. and 21. Bucks fall to 33-18, but maybe more uh, interestingly 1-4 since Doc Rivers took over for the fired Adrian yeah. Griffin. Mm. Suns will be back at it tomorrow night at Footprint Center hosting the Utah Jazz. Yeah,
1: yeah good victory. Unfortunately, not the showdown I was hoping yeah. for. You had Damian Lillard out. You had Brooke Lopez out. You had Chris Middleton out early in the game for good. So uh, they did what they had to do, and I'm happy about that. You have the NBA trade deadline hits tomorrow at 1
0: o'clock Arizona time. We will keep to keep you up to date on anything the Suns may do or all the rumors around the Suns as well as moves moves around the league. Last night in the NBA, Dallas beat Brooklyn 119-107. Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving combined for 71. Chicago stormed back from 22 down to upend Minnesota in an overtime uh, game 129-123. Indiana outlasted Houston 132 to 129. Miami crushed Orlando 129-1 uh, to 95. The Knicks breezed past Memphis by 10 and the Jazz who are here tomorrow night surprised Oklahoma City 124 to 117. Larry Markinen had 33 points and 11 boards for the Jazz, who are just one of those teams. When well, they're hot, they're hot, yeah. and then they go into these swoons. But well, They're and, very capable.
1: Yeah, and listen, and if I'm not mistaken, we now have a four-team tie atop the Western Conference. That, so Oklahoma City and Minnesota, they have now, they're not free-falling, but they're 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 kind of tumbling. That's right. It's the Clippers, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, and the Nuggets. Right. All tied at the, yeah. at the top. All tied at the top. And, and a couple of those teams are going to go north, and
0: a couple of those teams are going to go south. It's weird too cuz Oklahoma City, Minnesota and Denver all have identical records and the Clippers have actually played 2 games less than them. Right. Yeah. So, they so the all-
1: Clippers are they have percentage, percentage points, points ahead, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, also in the uh, NBA star center, Joe L. Embiid of the 76ers. Successful surgery on the lateral meniscus in his left knee on Tuesday. The reigning league MVP will be reevaluated in four weeks, but league sources have indicated to the athletics, Sham Sterania, he could be sidelined
1: for up to two months. Uh, just, call El- just call Aaron Rodgers. Just get Aaron Rodgers' doctor. We'll be good. He'll be good. He'll be yeah. good for the playoffs. At, le- <laughs> well, at least he could can- he can flirt with the idea of coming back sooner. Listen, he's 7'3". Pounds, right? It's it. Uh, you, you don't pop right up no. after meniscus. No, uh, the
0: Annexus Pro Am on tap for today as part of the WM Phoenix Open Week at TPC Scottsdale. Among the participants on the course, Arizona Diamondbacks manager Tory Lavello along with D backs pitchers Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly, Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon, former Cardinals Larry Fitzgerald, Emmett Smith, seven time national champion head coach Nick Sabin. Uh, Michael Phelps, he's got a couple gold medals. Carly mm-hmm. Lloyd and uh, comedian Nate Bargatze, also part of the okay. uh, festivities. It's yeah. a
1: well-rounded. It's, it's different. Field. The Nick Saban edition is is the new thing. Yes. He should be out
0: recruiting, right? <laughs> Must be a new feeling for him. Cardinals have re-signed wide receiver Dan Chesena to a futures contract for 2024. He saw action in four games for the Cardinals in 2023. 58 special team snaps. Then after the regular season ended, he actually signed with the Baltimore Ravens and played in two playoffs. Playoff games, and now he's back with the Cardinals. Elsewhere in the NFL, the Chiefs and 49ers continue prep for Super Bowl 58 Sunday in Vegas. More coaching openings still being filled on staffs around the league. Greg Roman is joining Jim Harbaugh's staff in L.A. with the Chargers. Most recently, Roman was the offensive coordinator of the Ravens from 2019 to 2022, and former defensive coordinator, uh, Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter, following Harbaugh from Ann Arbor to L.A. to be the Chargers D.C., After the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks shelled future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw in Game 1 of uh, last year's NLDS for six Mm -hmm. runs on six hits in one-third of an inning, all the talk was it looked like Kershaw was done with the Dodgers. Nope. He's headed back to LA on a one-year deal with an option for 2025. He'll spend the first few months of the season rehabbing from offseason shoulder surgery. Three-time Cy Young
1: winner, ten-time yeah. All-Star. Look, look forward to playing him again in the playoffs, Vinny. Yeah, you know what? It's,
0: <laughs> I mean, say what you will about Clayton Kershaw. His career ERA is mm-hmm.
1: 2.48. Oh no, he's ridiculous. He's been a fantastic regular season pitcher. Yes. I don't know if you heard this, but uh, at Dodger Fest, Max Muncie was just beside himself over the fact that the Dodgers lost. To the diamondbacks. There's some pretty wild quotes out there, just basically we saying we blew it. Basically, how did we lose to them is yeah. basically what he's saying. You didn't blow it. You got your
2: asses handed to just you. Wait till this year when Otani hits three home runs in the playoffs and you lose eight to
0: three. <laughs> <laughs> the Houston Astros have extended the contract of second baseman. Jose Altuve to the tune of five years, 125 million. That will keep him in Houston to uh, through the 2029 season. Eight-time All-Star, two-time world champion. Time batting champion and the AL MVP in 2017. WNBA big trade going down. Mercury pulled off uh, the deal, sending the number three overall pick in this year's draft, as well as forwards Brianna Turner and Michaela Oñonwere to the Chicago sky for guard Kalia Copper. Copper spent seven seasons in Chicago, an all-star three straight years. And she was part of Chicago's 2021 WNBA championship team that beat the Mercury. And oh, by the way, she was the finals MVP in that series. NHL, the Oilers winning streak, finally snapped last night. They fell on the road in Vegas, to 3-1. They had won 16 in a row, so they fall too short of matching the 92-93 Penguins, a league record of 18 in a row. Meanwhile, the Coyotes, who haven't played a game since 1979, uh, they are back on the ice tomorrow <laughs> against those same Vegas Golden Knights and Tempe. It's got to be the longest All Star break in the history of feels like sport. it. Yeah, it's and like today, an Olympic,
2: like the old school Olympic breaks.
0: Yes, and today is. Um, Another, I I guess it's the official national letter of intent signing day in college football. Although it seems like we've been talking about that nonstop. Mm. We'll keep an eye on that for you, too. There you go. There's your splash. For Wednesday, February 7th, coming up next, Suns get it done over the Bucks. We'll dive into some of the details of their latest victory straight ahead on this uh, Wednesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings here at Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: Hey, it's Luke. How did the Phoenix Suns look against the Milwaukee Bucks, and what does it mean for the NBA trade deadline on Thursday? We get going at 10 a.m. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Gordon gives it to
2: Durant in the lane. He's gonna jam
1: it home with the right hand, a big time underdog for Kevin Durant. Count it and the foul on the Bucks. The deuce
2: and the damage for KD. Yeah, just, uh, just a little opening in the paint. And uh, KD being really aggressive. You know, he's uh, he's obviously great at finding his spot for his mid-range. But, you know, when there's times to attack the rim, he tears that thing down. And uh, definitely electroc- electrified our crowd during that stretch, or during that play.
0: KD's dunk number two on the top ten plays on ESPN mm. this morning. Uh, certainly put a charge of energy into the arena last night when you can dunk like that over Giannis.
1: Two of his 28 points. Suns get a. Uh, one Can I quibble with that just a little bit? I mean, it was a great moment. It was yes. a great. Giannis was coming from the left, yes. so it wasn't like Giannis was in front of him. It Wasn't a full poster, no, right? That's all I'm saying. But, I just, I just for the sake of accuracy, it was, it was a near full poster. That's all I want to say. But, just for the but, sake of accuracy, the force, the drive was the all distance that. covered, yep. all mm-hmm. of it, and it
0: was all. Totally agree. It was all started by Jay Crowder uh, trying to draw an offensive foul and. Putting his, what team, is up? putting his team behind, uh, Crowder. behind the eight ball by being late <laughs> to come back on defense. <laughs> 114-106 win for the Suns over the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. You hit on it in the splash, and we talked about this at great length yesterday. Potentially a measuring stick mm-hmm. game for the Suns. You got the Bucks coming in, a team trying to find itself, adjusting to a new coach. Obviously very talented, but they came in shorthanded. We talked about the possibility of no Lillard, no Lopez, uh, at least uh, Brooke Lopez. That came to fruition. Mm -hmm. Robin Lopez was in the starting lineup. Chris Middleton uh, Middleton turned an ankle early. He didn't return, so... Uh, the Bucks were, um, you know, not a skeleton crew, but pretty close to it. It, beca- so
1: it became a must-win in yes, my mind, like yes. a couple of these games have, and, that, and that's not to diminish what the Suns did. It's just a fact. It's it, it didn't turn out to be what I was hoping it would be, and that's not the Suns' fault. So, um, but but I do think that that has to be kind of tabled here because he, you you read what what is coming out of Milwaukee this morning, and they're they're giving their team a pat on the back. They're giving them a bunch of attaboys. boys. Way to battle! Way to battle with even though you were shorthanded. The American 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 Just perspective. Well, just perspective. uh, What I liked about the game most. Okay, so the game had a couple of really great moments. The KD dunk was number one. Um, The bowl bowl George Gervin like scoop shot, right? (laughs) And his popularity still blows my mind, right? And then and then campaign or not that camp not camp Bradley Beal going too short on back to back possessions, (laughs) right? Which is a new NBA record. Uh, And and I know you don't like that. I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah. Um, Can we can we focus on the bowl bowl? thing? Sure. The of the way, yeah,
0: really? Absolutely. It is remarkable that this still happens. And I know he's new to the rotation, but when he came in, when he got off the bench for the first time last night mm-hmm. and he's coming to the scorer's table, my view was toward the, the bucks end of the floor. So I didn't see Ball Ball get off the bench to come to the scorer's table. I'm watching the action to my left. And there was a palpable buzz. You know, like a buzz, let's say you were in a crowd like that and somebody really, let's say Taylor Swift walked
1: through the crowd. Don't know who that is. It would
0: be, <laughs> I mean, Taylor Smith. Taylor Smith. Uh, that
1: that kind of buzz. people. a Fred are, Khalil from yesterday, sir, just in case you don't know. The Smithies were up in arms there. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and I love Fred, but that
0: was funny. You know, like that kind of buzz when it's mm-hmm. somebody famous and it, it's not connected to the action. I was like, what is going on? Who is walking through the crowd? And then Mm -hmm. I looked to my right, and it's It's Bol Bol at the scorer's table. He gets gets treated like an end-of-the-bench novelty still by fans. He's a contributor to this team. He had more good bench minutes last night. Mm -hmm. And what I like about him, he does raise the energy. What Bol Bol is doing can Can't argue with that. You cannot argue with that. But he's also— he doesn't make a lot of bad decisions or, or plays that hurt the team. He's usually nine times out of ten doing the right thing.
1: And he usually has one of those buckets, like you mentioned. That finger roll—that mm-hmm. was a thing of beauty. Well, okay, and, and that would be progress for Bol Bol because even even going back to the preseason, you could you can find quotes from Frank Vogel where people are trying to gloss on Bol Bol, and he's like, "Yeah, the turnovers, though. Yeah, I don't know." So I, I think I think he has been. In in the limited minutes in between the injury mm-hmm. in between his l- lengthy hiatus, I, I think he's been really good at minimizing the dumb stuff he occasionally he did on a basketball court. I agree with you. Yeah, and and, and again, it's it's it, and I think I I don't know what the popularity is. I think it has a lot to do with with the size of the player, sure, the demeanor of the player, and, and he just kind of sparks the imagination a little bit. It's it's that whole sports fans want to see things they've never seen before. And you kind of get a little of that with bowl bowl, but I agree with you. It, 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 listen, he's he's giving the team positive minutes, and he no no doubt about it gets the crowd engaged. And and and, and while we continue to hover around this topic about team in connection with the valley, this is an important part of it. Yep, here was uh, Frank Vogel
0: talking about the crowd reaction to Bull Bowl, Bowl. Well, he's very entertaining to watch. You know, he does some stuff out there. The little scoop layup tonight was pretty awesome, uh, and uh, I love how our fans uh, embrace his minutes. Yeah, and and there's still there is the novelty, but again, if you go back to last year, he started 33 games. He played 70 mm-hmm. games. Was a rotation piece for the Orlando Magic and up up and coming young young team. And remember the excitement when it was rumored that the Suns were. Interested in bowl bowl, and mm-hmm. then when he finally chose the Suns, it felt like a coup. Finally, they're starting to see some of uh, some of that payoff because he was well, languishing on the bench for a long
1: time. I, I I don't know what you thought about that. At one point last night, they had Yusuf Nurkic, bowl bowl, Drew Eubanks, and Kevin Durant together on the floor, <laughs> and and afterwards Frank Vogel said it was something I wanted to give a try, and I thought. What are you thinking? What, what, what's what's the end game of that? If you ever want to go really
0: big, that's yeah, like the opposite of when they went right, small. With right, items.
1: But I like the flexibility and that thinking.
0: hey, Same. Sometimes we Same. need to change the energy. We're going to go small, and they can do the exact opposite with an ultra big lineup. Just and have that it in your back pocket. Too. Right. Yes. just
1: have it in your back pocket, and and, and you th- you put it on tape. It gives people something to think about. Yeah, and I thought like that a, was fascinating. Just
0: like I said with the small ball, uh, you know, concept that they they rolled out there. Sprinkle it in when it mm. when it works. You can. Sprinkle this in yep. too when it works, yep. and it worked last night because they were able to turn the rebounding disadvantage into an advantage last night. It was a, it was a good win. Yes, it was. Uh, there I, was yes. There was good. There was bad. There was weird. Uh, uh-huh. Some statistical anomalies. Um, that we'll we'll get into as, yes. as the show goes on, but you can't ever complain about beating the Milwaukee.
1: No, Cubs. no, no, and, and, and I'm not going to do that. No. The the game turned into a must win for them, and they did must win it, and and it's good. It's progress.
0: Join star outfielder Corbin Carroll at his inaugural baseball pro camp February 17th at Mountain Point High School. Boys and girls, grades one through eight, can join Corbin for baseball skills, drills, and fun. Visit Corbin Carroll Camp com for information and registration, or you can enter to win a spot in the camp at arizonasports.com slash contest. Coming up next, some great questions posed to Super Bowl quarterback Lee Harvey. I mean, uh, Brock Purdy. We'll get into some of the <laughs> Tuesday headlines from Super Bowl 58 straight ahead. It's pickling and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: The biggest thing about the dynasty is consistency, uh, trying to be consistently great every single year, not being, um, not getting too big headed or, or satisfied with where they're at. Um, but you can continue to do it year in and year out. and. I don't think you can you, you can really say that you're a dynasty until it's over and people will look at back at your career and how you did it. And so for me, it's just trying to be great every single year. And uh, when I look back at my career, I'll, I'll know that I get everything I have. Well,
0: that's Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. The unmistakable tones of Patrick mm. Mahomes. Just talking about uh, or answering a question posed to him yesterday about, are the Chiefs already a dynasty? And, you know, big, big picture themes yeah. for these two teams in the Super Bowl. One is... Patrick Mahomes and everybody else. Mahomes, like, kind of deflecting the Tom Brady talk mm-hmm. or the dynasty talk. Hey, we can't go down that road yet, especially before a game. Uh, and on the 49ers side, a lot of it is. Um, the, the Brock Purdy questions. How much pressure is he under? Uh, is he actually a good quarterback, or is he the beneficiary of a yeah. great roster? Yeah. Can he get it done in a big game? The Mr. Irrelevant tags, all those. Those are very prevalent at this point of Super it's, Bowl week.
1: It's stunning to me, stunning to me, that the team from the NFC that was expected to be in the Super Bowl, the team in the NFC that ranked among the top two or three teams in the NFL all year long, now has developed this underdog feel to a team that had six regular season losses and lost to the Raiders and the Broncos, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all because of the power of the quarterback. I think when you look over Super Bowl history, some of the worst Super Bowl histories can be diagnosed to a big gap between talent at quarterback. And no matter how good Brock Purdy is, and he's very good. The 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 difference between he and Patrick Mahomes, I don't know how you get away from it, and and what Patrick Mahomes has done in this postseason on the road in the the tenacity and the indomitable nature that he's kind of displaying, it's flipped the script on the entire Super Bowl. Yes. <laughs> it's it, it, it's it's stunning to me, and, and now it's it, it, the the Forty Niners is underdogs. What is that about? I will tell you this, um, there's uh, the the more and, and I talked to somebody about this yesterday, this stuff the 49ers are dealing with in their practice accommodations compared to the Chiefs. This is uh this is a little weird to me and it's not exactly it's not exactly equitable Vinny all right and we talked about this yesterday so the Chiefs as the home team they get the Raiders sparkling brand new gorgeous NFL facility three fields it's in Henderson it's got everything you need whereas um whereas the 49ers they get to go to uh, a college venue and and they have to put regular sod over field turf and it's created a lot of issues and and People inside the 49ers organization, they won't go public with this. They are livid at Roger Goodell. You know, there's all
0: of these people that have contact with, with 49ers personnel. And you're right, it's not public. But they're all saying the same thing to a person. The 49ers are really mad about this. And,
1: and they're mad because Roger Goodell basically called them soft for complaining about their setup when Roger Goodell is the guy that hid from the media uh-huh. for his annual press <laughs> conference. <competition>. Very true. <laughs> so here's the guy making $63 million a year, moves his press conference to Monday, does it inside the Raiders locker room to limit attendance, and he's basically calling the other team so and call one of the teams soft. So and, and so it's not sitting well with the 49ers and it's getting to the point where um, the 49ers are very likely going to rearrange their schedule tomorrow to go train at that other facility because they don't trust this side and they don't be, and they do not believe Roger Goodell's claims that the field is just fine. They're claiming their measurements are, are well, and we're not going to get dorky about this, but they're claiming the measurements on the field are inferior and, they're, and, and not, not exactly safe. Well, I'm sure Raj went out and checked it out himself oh, before yeah, he called yeah, it fine. Yeah. But, but inside the organization, the idea that the commissioner who hid from the media is inferring that one of the teams here is, you know, suck it up. Kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Can we have one Super Bowl that goes by where we're not talking about the quality I, of grass yes, and in I, some capacity? I'm sick of this. I mean, this is this that should be a given, right? You listen
0: really closely, you can hear, still hear the belly aching coming from Philadelphia about last year's. Super I
1: know. Bowl. Well, and but it was bad. We watched the game. <laughs> there was mm-hmm. a ton of slip sliding, and there, you don't want that in the Bowl. But again, it's it, it's. It, it's, it's this is why this is why people who love football this is their fundamental issue with this game. It just gets further and further away from football.
0: Yeah, Thus, the the jokes and the discussion we had last week. Of when championship weekend is over, mm-hmm. it feels like that's the end of the season. Okay, it really and, does. And what you get to cap off the season is something somewhat related to football. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat feels like football, but mm-hmm. certainly packaged differently. And uh huh. A lot oh, a of people t- feel
2: like you watch you get a football TV show.
0: Yeah it's secondary it's it's entertainment more more than sport. Uh, one of the other big storylines we talked about was the game manager label on Brock Purdy who had this to say about it. You know there's 32 teams in the NFL and th- there's not a lot of people that can come in and, and play the quarterback position well in the NFL it's a hard it's a hard job
2: so um, if you're saying that I'm a game manager and I I don't look flashy in how I do it I mean that's your opinion and that's okay. And at the end of the day, I want to do it. it takes to help my team win. And so I think winning at the end of the day in the NFL is probably the biggest and most important thing.
0: I'm very curious to see if Brock Purdy does play well and the 49ers win this thing, and he joins Joe Montana and Steve Young as 49er quarterbacks who have actually elevated them to a Super Bowl win. How many people are going to be unwilling still to shed that label? You know, yeah, the real stubborn fringe, that always has something to say about something that's mm. not even willing to bend when they know they're wrong. Yeah. I don't think it goes fully away because there's so much stubbornness. Yeah, out there. I,
1: Well, I think, I think the context of it all is going to matter. What the game looks like is going to matter. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a danger of that. There's no doubt about it. I mean, because, you know, Patrick Mahomes can lose this game. Context matters. Again, how it looks matters. Can lose this game and people still go, yeah, yeah he's the man. He's the guy. But it, it's it, yeah the the Brock Purdy thing it's it's fascinating to me because it, th- there's going to be just hyper attention on him. He is going to feel he's going to feel the fishbowl. It's going to huh. it's going to be very hard for him to play well come Sunday. He's going to have to be really strong between the years because this is this 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 storyline is just overwhelming everything.
0: Look at the quote unquote other game managers in the history of the Super Bowl that have won it, Trent Dilfer. Brad Johnson, Jeff Hostetler. The narrative's never changed on those guys. Mm-hmm. To this day people are like, "Oh, the Ravens won in spite of Trent Dilfer." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although he ex- you know, he accepted his role to a great degree on that team. He yeah. knew he didn't have to do much. Right. That's what you want your quarterback to do. And well, and if you look
1: at the number, they're not even close. Brock Hardy's putting up yeah. elite numbers. I'll take it. As, I'll take it a step further. One of the great victories for Patrick Mahomes this year is he has morphed into a guy who's dependable with the football. There was a time a couple of years ago when Patrick Mahomes is kind of went into a slump, and I remember a lot of people thinking, "Okay, I, it, are are you going to get the kill shots out of this guy?" This is really kind of what is Josh Allen's lingering mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. Um, the the in, the inability to to resist the irresistible, the home run attempts, the swings for the fences, going deep when things get nutty. Patrick Mahomes has been a very, very efficient game manager. Nobody nobody uses that term as a pejorative around him because no. he's already proven himself. So if you're a proven quarterback and you've won a Super Bowl, a game manager, congratulations, another step in your evolution and your maturity. But if you're a guy like Brock Purdy, it means you're not as good. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. It is <laughs> it's crazy. It is. Join uh, Corbin Carroll at his inaugural baseball pro camp February 17th at Mountain Point High School. Boys and girls, grades one through eight, can join Corbin for baseball skills, drills, and fun. Corbin Carroll dot or Camp.com for information and registration. Or you can enter to win a spot for your child at the camp at dot slash contest. Coming up next, we're one day away. From opening round play at the 2024 WM Phoenix Open, a couple of very prominent golfers have them, have some thoughts on the landscape of pro golf. We'll let you know what they had to say about it next. Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hey, it's Gambo. With the NBA trade deadline just a day away, who are some of the players most connected to the Phoenix Suns? We'll see if the Reaper needs to break out the sickle, starting it straight up 2 o'clock. I would have a hard time with it, and I think a lot of guys would have a hard time with it, and I'm sure we don't need to convince you why we would have a hard time with it. Uh, So, I mean, I, I think there's, yeah, there's a scenario somewhere, whatever it is, down the road of, of, um... Of some kind of version of of some guys being back, but uh, when and what that is, I I have no idea. That is Justin Thomas, PGA golfer, getting ready for the WM Phoenix Open, opening round play tomorrow morning at the TPC of Scottsdale. And there's a lot of questions going on. We we hope. (laughs) Let's say that. Well said, Mm -hmm. Big. Weather permitting. Yeah Uh, because it's been nasty outside Mm -hmm. in the last couple days. But there's so much talk and discussion, and I think it's interesting ahead of a golf tournament like here at the WM Phoenix Open, which you've described quite accurately this is this tournament is immune to the field. Yep. This tournament is immune to the live departures. Mm-hmm. This will be an event that will thrive. Yep. I don't think you can say the same thing for every event on the no. PGA Tour. No. No. But now, and what Justin Thomas is, is referring to is, you know, these rumblings about this this merger going down. Uh, And we're going to get to some quotes from John Rahm, who did make that jump to live golf about, hey, there's still some PGA Tour events I want to play. Mm -hmm. Justin Thomas is the voice of many on the PGA Tour of saying, look— how can you have it both ways?
1: Well, especially since Rory seems to have just thrown up his hands yeah. and given up the fight. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I find this to be fascinating because that the, that is the number one takeaway, and I wrote about it today on ArizonaSports.com, and that is um, with all the madness in golf, we're, we're looking at what might be a very, very uneven, ragged year um, in terms of ratings and interest because mm-hmm. the, there are a lot of good players who have now been poached and who are now over on the live side of the ledger. The Wm Phoenix Open, as you pointed out, and as I've been saying for years, they're 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 weatherproof to this kind of stuff because it's about us, it's about the galleries, it's about our experience, it's about it's about everything that makes us who we are as a sports town, from our vanity to our people watching to our all of it, and it and it's great fun and it's ours and that's the way it's going to survive, um, because you're not going to see massive dips in attendance just because Victor Hovland and Xander. Shoffley withdrew, right? Most people going to the tournament couldn't spot him in a police lineup. Mm So, so, but but in a bigger issue, uh, the amount of players who are over on live right now, they're over on live and over the weekend... Uh, They had the perfect storm and the perfect stars aligned for the people on the Live Golf Tour. Number one, you had no football games on Sunday. You had the Pro Bowl nonsense. There were no NFL games to be found. Number two, rain completely washed out the AT&T at Pebble Beach. So You had the debut of John Rahm. You had a tournament that had a playoff between Sergio Garcia and Joaquin Neiman, a a tremendous young player, and and they basically drew flies. They drew 432,000 people, which is better than they ever did last year but still compared to um the pga tour it's nothing pebble beach posted a rerun on sunday of the round three so they basically rebroadcast saturday's golf tournament and that drew 1.21 million viewers Tripled the live golf. Now, again, I get it. People don't know where to find live yet, and maybe some people are still against it, but there is there's going to be this feeling among people on live golf tour. It's kind of like when you live in Hawaii. It's beautiful, but you feel disconnected from everything. Right. Mm -hmm. You got everything you need, but you feel like you're on an island because you are. And and so I think that's kind of going to be the feeling. And people on live now, there's young players who are like, where are our world golf ranking points that we were promised? Oh, I'm sorry. You're not getting any. So there's going to be a lot of young, really good players who who aren't going to get into majors and they're going to go, hey, what happened? Well, what happened is you joined joined the enemy. That's what happened. You took the blood money.
0: Yeah. So you, said, you mentioned John Rom made his live debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I guess there's another tournament this week in in Vegas on the live tour. Is that correct? I don't know. Uh, see,
1: I, you I don't care. I, I don't care. I, I, I. They're dead to me. Vivian. That's the perfect answer, though. I don't know. I don't know. For somebody I, who's I, a golf I, enthusiast. Yes. Anyway,
0: uh, John Rahm was talking about uh, already in his early stages of playing on the live tour, the events he still wants to play on the PGA tour. Hope. That's all I can say on my part. Uh, with DP World Tour, we've seen examples of people
2: playing events, right? So uh, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, I would love to, if it's allowed and if I can, be able to go play the Spanish Open. Uh, and if it doesn't conflict with live schedule, right, a tournament. But both me and Till are gonna miss the early's Wentworth. Um, if I qualify, I still love to go play in Dubai, the DP World Tour Championship. I mean, that's that's certainly events I would like to play. PGA Tour, we'll see. Um, if us ever a way back and a way where we can play, even if it's as, uh, as, um, as an invite, I will take it. And so, like I said, there's certain events that are special to me that I would, that would still love to support.
0: You didn't hear it in that quote, but he did mention Phoenix by name. Like driving by Phoenix mm-hmm. so many times, that one hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. And, and again, this is in his early days in his new venture that paid him Half a billion dollars mm-hmm. reportedly. Mm-hmm. To me, that's and then he said it's not regret. Well, to me, if you make a choice and you're already missing something, that is very, if not regret, closely related
1: to it. Listen, that, this is why I'm so disappointed in John Ron, because because I know deep down he believes the stuff he used to say. He just got to the point where where it, where the money just overwhelmed him, and and now it's going to be all he has. I look, I watched a couple minutes of this live. It's uh, it's absurd what they do to the sport of golf it's it's almost clownish what they do to the sport of golf the music playing during the broad during the tournament it's ridiculous it's not the way professional competition is supposed to be. It is a soddy flex and nothing more. And, and these guys are going to be stuck with their decisions. And this is why it, Justin Thomas. I am really, really happy that JT is back to playing the way he used to. He, he's he, he he is once again a top five player, and he's and he's playing like it. He he's been through some struggles, and now he's kind of reestablishing himself. Mm-hmm. This tournament we've got here has got Jordan Spieth. It's got. Scotty Scheffler, and it has got uh, Justin Thomas. And these are going to be the three heavyweights that are going to have to carry our tournament. And they will. And they will, but I'm just I'm glad to hear JT talk about. No, this isn't going to be cool to me. So, for those who don't know, the PGA Tour they got an investor, so they've got a new partner. It's a a group called Strategic Sports and, and Fenway and, Sports. Is exactly, backing it, yeah. yeah, exactly. So a lot of baseball owners have put their money into this, and LeBron and Le, is LeBron <laughs> involved too.
0: Yeah, he's part owner. Okay,
1: yeah. and, and so they may or may not want, but they don't no longer need. To have money from Live Golf to help them, you know, move forward. So I, I I hope, and I'm not trying to be mean spirited about this, but the damage that this thing has done to the sport of golf, it is immense. These guys are all getting fat financially, but what the fans have just have really been hosed here because you do not have the best playing the best. It's criminal. Mm -hmm. I hate it. And that's why if you we, haven't noticed.
0: That's why we watch sports at the highest level, because it's the best playing the best. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Golf is missing that right now. Coming up next, the Suns were away on a long road trip, but now they're back. And that means Vinny's View is back. I'll give it to you straight ahead. Bickley and Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.